Cinnabuds receives support from Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake, Eye Care and Eyewear. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. My name is Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film, and this is Cinnabuds. This week on Cinnabuds, we're talking about the new Nicolas Cage film, Renfield. Renfield, your sole purpose in life is to serve me. Now, let's eat. I just want a normal life again. God bless you, Mr. Renfield. Oh, God bless you, nuns. You're a hero. Robert Montague Renfield. Let me explain. I work for Dracula. Count Dracula. To help me talk about that film is not Dory Zori, but I have a guest host that has joined me before, and her name is Nicole Peterson Pollard. Because we're married now. That's right. Because last time I wasn't married, I don't, I don't think. No, you were <clears throat> just uh, my fiancé. Yep. But then we married. Yeah. And we decided to do a podcast again. If it didn't break us the first time. Yeah, so we're going to try it again. So Renfield is, like I said, the new Nicolas Cage film. and But it is focused on the character of Renfield, which is Dracula's assistant. Played by Nicholas Holt. So Nicholas Holt is really the main guy here. And it's essentially Renfield is tired of being under the thumb of Dracula. And he's talking to a therapy group about how to get out. And then things go crazy. Mm-hmm. Does that sound accurate? Yes. Uh, so what did you think about the movie? I think that it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Full... Uh, disclosure, I was not paying attention to it as we were watching it because I was yeah. working on something else. So I I feel like it would be discredit to give it a score when my attention was not solely on that. That's true. Right before the podcast started, I, she said, what is this movie called? Yeah. And I said, Renfield. And you said. Who, who's that? Who's <laughs> I, I did not think that was his name. No. I thought it was like Steve or. We're, we're we're reviewing the film Steve, which is about Dracula. Could be called Dracula's friend Steve, or familiar of Dracula. Oh, yeah. you remember familiar? I do. So I, this is going to be a real good podcast because one of us doesn't know what the movie is, but did sort of watch it. Yeah, all vampire movies are the same. You know, you watch one, you've seen. <laughs> is that true? Pretty much. Well, we're, we actually are going to talk about that in the podcast too. Check out the rest in the podcast. Stick around. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. Okay, we're back. We're back. It's me and my wife, Nicole. Hello. Um, So you thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it was good. I like when 
when you have a movie that's really violent and gory, when they go to an extreme where it's slightly like silly, how yeah. exaggerated. So I found humor in that. I also did like the the idea of Dracula from the perspective of him being an abusive partner. Yeah. And the codependency. Par- yeah, and the partner's trying to get out of it. That is good. It's a horror. Because, I mean, there's hundreds of Dracula vampire movies. Yeah, right. How much more can we tell this story? <laughs> uh, we're running out of ways. It's like Sherlock Holmes or Spider-Man. Yeah. We've really tapped it a lot. But sometimes they do. I like movies like this where they take well-worn territory and they try to yeah. find a new spin on it. So it is a horror movie, but it is, I would say, largely a comedy yeah, and it's not scary at It's all. not scary, but it's like gory. It's got some yeah. of the tropes of a horror movie with the gore and the, you know, the monster. Should I summarize what I think the movie, what happened? Yes. I think that uh, Renfields was a real estate agent. <laughs> oh, wait. Who, wait, I forgot. This is your summary based on the fact <laughs> yeah. that you were on your computer most of the time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's, he's a, a real, real estate <laughs> agent that was trying to sell property to... Dracula. Okay. And in the process, Dracula then made him a familiar, which is slash a servant to him, which in the process you get vampire like powers without being a vampire. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to eat blood, he eats bugs. Right. And that gives him powers. But then vampire slayers semi attack Dracula and weaken him. So he's like a little wrinkly ball. Yeah. And he's not super strong, but somehow has lived as a wrinkly ball for hundreds of years until we're modern times, where now his power is like coming back. But this is the same time that his manservant, Renfield, no longer wants to be a part of it. And then is now trying to break away while his powers are getting strong. And then they're like attacking each other. So I think you got the bones of it, right? But the where do you get he was a real estate agent? I thought that's why he was there in the beginning. (laughs) Don't they mention that twice? You know, I here's the thing. No, I, I really think. Yeah, was no, like, I was gonna say I don't know that you're wrong, but for a minute I thought you were thinking of a section like way towards the end. I thought that, and then they were like, "No, you came to me trying to get me to buy your property." You know what? You might be right. I, that was the most, in my mind, the most ridiculous thing you said. But I do think it might be, the, might most, be the, most the most accurate thing you said. I don't know if I liked it as a whole. Yeah. But I do think I liked a lot of parts of it. I thought I did laugh a good amount. I thought Nicole was great mm-hmm. watching like it. Like always. Yeah. I thought Nicolas Cage was really good. Yeah. I feel like he's going more like really harnessing that kind of yeah, I mean, at this quirkiness point, yeah. of acting that he does. And at this point, roles. he knows what his thing yeah. is. There's a few movies he did where I feel like he was harnessing um, Vampire's Kiss this sort of accent. His accent is real over the top. It's not accurate. Yeah. Like not a whatever accent it was supposed to be, but it was a very Nicholas. It was the Nicholas Cage accent. Uh, but then he also has these little ticks that he does, which are really f- funny that he did in Vampire's Kiss as well and a bunch of other movies. So I thought he did a really great job. I thought it was great. I yeah. thought it's good. I thought they were all good. Yeah. And Aquafina's in it too. Yeah. She plays the police officer yeah so renfield's sort of love interest yeah sort of they like connect through some violent encounter yeah and then they sort of are enamored with each other nicholas holt also we were i mentioned to you he played a zombie 
and a movie. Warm Body. Oh, so he's yeah, a zombie and a vampire. Right. He's getting all of the creature features. That's pretty good. He also sounds and behaves exactly like Hugh Grant in this. I mean, I know they were in together in that movie about a boy, mm-hmm. but it really almost felt like he was trying to do a Hugh Grant impression almost. He did a lot of the stammering. His accent was very similar to his. Maybe they're just very similar. But I think he's playing a passive character, right? Someone that gets stepped on. And so the stammering would play into that. Yeah, but it really felt like. Not a uh, confrontational chest out type of person. Yeah. Uh, What did you think about Aquafina? I thought her character was boring. It just, there wasn't like, it just felt kind of monotone a little bit. Yeah. And I know she can be really funny. I know that is weird when you. The character maybe just didn't have the place for her to stretch. Didn't have a lot of meat to it. Like she, they had tried to have a backstory for her, which I didn't really connect to that much. And I'm waiting for Aquafina to be big because that's how I really know. I know her from most of the movies. She's real big and expressive. And this one, she was supposed to be a little bit more. I don't know if she was supposed to be reserved, not reserved, but she just didn't, they didn't have a lot of juicy stuff for her in it. I felt like her face stayed the same expression the whole movie, no matter what scene or what she was doing, which was like fighting and battling or yelling or getting shot at, but it was like the same. Yeah, which is odd for her because that's not usually what she does. Uh, I like her a lot, so... This one just was didn't really highlight her very well. I was concerned about her posture. Yeah, I know you kept saying <laughs> because it just felt like she was <laughs> like leaning her head forward so far in every scene. Yeah, I feel like I was just worried about her back. That's true. You were very concerned about her posture. She did feel when you pointed it out. Then I couldn't stop seeing it. <laughs> but then I also feel like I, that's just her thing. Like. Well, at first I thought that was her thing. Like in other movies, her shoulders up and she's always expressing with her hands. So I was like, oh, that's just how she does. But when she was sitting still, she did have like head forward. I just wanted her to go to a chiropractor. I feel Maybe that was part of the role. Did you like the gore? Yeah, I like I like that. Because you're a, a horror yeah. fan. I'm the resident horror expert. Yeah. For Cinnabuds. <laughs> that's true. Every night. Yeah. Every night you make us watch horror movies. No. It soothes me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like that this movie took place in New Orleans and I did not know it took place in New Orleans until halfway through the movie when I think they mentioned something about New Orleans. They did at the beginning. This was that's the thing I thought you missed because you mentioned this last oh. night. They do it on the screen it just said New Orleans. I wonder if like you know, because interview with the vampire took place in New Orleans yeah. and it didn't feel like New Orleans in no, watching the movie. No, it was an odd. They get, had a couple of like landmarks in the background, which could have just been green screened it. Yeah. Once in a while, but a lot of the. But Nicolas Cage doesn't he have? I don't know if he had a house in New Orleans, but he he is known for having bought having bought a tomb, right? Oh, Nicolas Cage living in New Orleans makes the most sense yeah. to me. So I'm just going to assume that's right. I imagine his house would look like what Dracula's lair would look like. Aside yeah. from this yes. movie where his lair was a, an abandoned hospital. <laughs> That's true. I imagine a lot of velvet walls. Yeah. Dark colors. And he is like. Statues of unknown origin. Yeah, yeah. He a random monkey. is known for collecting oddities. So yeah. it probably does look like a weirdo museum. Fun. Yeah. I mean, I'd go. I wouldn't live. I wouldn't want to stay there, but I'd walk through it. Is this your favorite vampire movie? It's not. 
It's not. I like the character of Dracula. I like vampire movies. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I like that they have, they did an, a funny thing with this. Yeah. But cause... it just, there was a lot of funny moments that I liked a lot. It was a lot of clever stuff. But I just feel like it wasn't super consistent. I feel like this movie was just a breath away from being really good. Yeah. I feel like if the tone were more even and if it were maybe more visually interesting characters too. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they could have eliminated one or two of the backstories and just focused on the rest of them. Maybe more like they had a lot of quirk for Aquafina's character. Like her, her whole main thing was that she was a police officer. Her dad was a police officer. Her dad died. So she's trying to make her dad proud. Do you think that added anything to the movie? Because I think you could kind of have the exact same movie and not have that plot. Just have her be a really determined police officer. Yeah. I think, well, one, I think that backstory is really played out. It's like, my dad was a cop and I'm going to live up to his legacy. That's like a really kind of played out storyline. But if they're going to commit to it, they had to have something, I don't know, fresher about it. But also there wasn't a whole lot of time to really make you feel it. That's true. It did feel fast. Because it's also a comedy, so it's, I don't know, I feel like it wasn't like that important to have that. I'm going to give you two vampire movies and you tell me which one you liked better. Okay. This movie (laughs) or Dracula 2000? Well, this movie, substantially. This movie or Interview with a Vampire? Is it all going to be this movie? Uh Okay, Interview with a Vampire. Uh, This movie or Blade One? This is like when you go to get fitted for eyeglasses and they're like better <laughs> yeah. or worse yeah. better or worse um bla- obviously blade is better uh this movie or i'm excited to see you run out of i know i've already run out i've already run out i was gonna be like blade two blade three <laughs> the i mean but they're nosferatu yeah this movie uh yeah nosferatu is obviously better. Oh, you know nosferatu? what i like you know what i like this better than the original dracula bella lugosi controversial Wow. I mean, but he started, like, he's the reason that all these Draculas look and act and sound the way they do. Just as far, I mean, historically and, like, the importance of it, obviously, it's, that Bela Lugosi is more important. But I recently tried to rewatch the original Dracula. Oh, yeah, we did, it's didn't so we? so boring. Well, because it's really the hard. way it's, movies yeah. are made, there's a yeah, lot of Yeah, but there's things. a lot of films from that yeah. era that aren't boring that I really like. But that clearly was good because it has yeah. such a huge influence. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a distinction not that I think it's a better movie, it's just I enjoyed it more. And I think the reason that we have, that Dracula is always portrayed with like an accent, like I am yeah, Dracula, I'm right. here, is yeah. because of Bella. That was good, by the way. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. This movie or Vlad the Impaler? Did, we, did I see that? I don't know. <laughs> did you just make up? No, that's got somebody. Because <laughs> Dracula's supposed to be Vlad the Impaler. Like right. he's supposed to be really, and he gets bit and he turns into a vampire and then helps get rid of the bad people. And then it's did, got the guy from, listen, I don't know people's names. I know. I'm looking And all I can do is just list other 2018 roles. sounds like our yeah, cat is really Gaston. interested. Oh, got a 2.2 on Letterboxd. So you can't I'm trust Letterboxd. I trust it. Um, I don't recall this movie at all, but oh, I believe, I oh, I believe we watched it as I went to sleep. But no, I'm going to go ahead and say Renfield's probably oh, better than Oh, so you won. <laughs> Wait, how did we win this game? You picked it. <laughs> this, the this game, game, I forgot to tell you, the game is called Pick Renfield. <laughs> oh, I see. 
Okay. Well, we did. We did a great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet I can guess your favorite vampire movie. You think so? Yeah. Hold on. I'm going in my head trying to, because I know the obvious one. Yeah. What is it? Blade 3. Yeah. You know what? That's the worst blade. It is on paper the worst blade. And in flesh. No. I think it's misunderstood. The Blade 1 is the superior movie. I get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. My favorite is the third one. I did like how in Blade, I call it Blade Rage, when Blade... (laughs) Actually, I guess this is only in reference to the video game of Blade. You would get Blade Rage <laughs> where, where you use your power that you stored up. The whole screen goes red and then you're like super strong at killing all the vampires and yeah. you can be like, boom, and you kill them all. And in Renfield, he got his Blade Rage from eating crickets. Oh, yeah. That's so I, right. I still like that there was a form of Blade Rage. No, I do like that in the movie, actually. That was a very funny part. And it's a very different mythology, I think, than I've that, ever I like, seen. Yeah, that's yeah but it's fun. But I don't know how he gets so being Dracula's servant, yeah. something happens initially to where he gives him some of his power, but just a little. That I didn't because I mean, because Blade had familiars too, but they didn't they were fully human. No, they were just human, yeah. And they didn't he have anything extra. Obviously lived for hundreds of years because yeah. Dracula and he was strong and could fight, but didn't require human blood. He didn't even need to eat crickets. He just did no. that to get extra powerful. He was, but he mostly did. He he would do it before he went into like a situation where he knew he was going to have to fight. So, so essentially he eats cricket. He gets, so I'm assuming this is what happens. Dracula gives him like a little bit of his blood at the beginning to give where, him some of his power. How, what's the differentiation between becoming like a full on vampire? You'd have to like. Drink more blood? I mean, based on other movies. You drink blood, then you die. I drink your blood. Then you drink a little bit of my blood. No. Yeah, yeah. No, in being a vampire, they give the vampire gives their blood to the person uh-huh. and they die and you only become a vampire if you then drink the blood of somebody else, right? Or at least that's generally in other things. Yeah. Otherwise I, you can just like die out, but if you drink blood then then you're officially a yeah. vampire. Although I do think with interview of vampire they just drink the vampire blood and then you are a vampire. Yeah, because they often did the yeah. they cut their wrist and give it to the very I, erotic if you ask. <laughs> yeah, of course. I think it's different in different movies, but there's definitely I think several where not it's like I drink your blood, you drink my yeah. blood. No. Oh, heck yeah. There's not one single There's not vampire. one movie that does that. I bet money. Well, this is an Instagram Alexa? Uh, issue. No, I guarantee you. I'll bet you our standard bet. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. But yeah, I like that he had a little different mythology in it. Mm-hmm. And so he got he had to eat the crickets or bugs to get super powerful. I thought that was funny. But yeah, overall, I don't know. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad movie by any means. And there's a lot of good bits. Yeah. And the acting's good. The, the acting. action is really good, yeah. actually. I would say the choreography and the action scenes are great. They're pretty And pretty the fight fun. scenes and yeah. Ripping arms off and using the arms to... It's one of those things. It's so gory that there's like more blood that comes out of a body than yeah. it is probably Which in I a think body. Is I fun. think it's pretty funny. Because yeah. otherwise it's gross. Would you become a vampire? Live forever, um, but you got to drink blood. Well... Basically. that's Those are the basics. If... Well, interview with the vampire, he just drank rats and stuff. So I, yeah. can you get away with just like eating like a soppy piece of meat and the blood in that? <laughs> versus like killing yeah you might need more might need a lot well i'd have to one ask is there like yeah how much do you need per day 
true. That, is, that's is a, a good question. question to ask before you sign the paper. And then my second question is like, if I change my mind, can I just step out in the sun and let it all be done? Well, yeah, you can do that. But sometimes, I don't know. I mean, you Tuck Everlasting. Let's there was say, no way to die. I don't want I don't want that. Wait, Tuck Everlasting. It's not, that's not a vampire. <laughs> no, but it is about living for eternity. I don't want to live for eternity. That sounds tiring. I would like to live for a long time. And then when I'm. I want to live for a length of time of my choosing. Yeah, yeah. And so when I'm done, then I just want to be yeah, going to a step out. Ooh, I thought of another vampire. Movie. Okay. 30 days a night. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that better than Renfield. What about 30 days of night two? I like that less than Renfield. <laughs> Me too. That's just because that's one. pretty bad. All right, now go back to the vampire. So it's the same rules as vampires that the general ones, of course, you can just step out into the light and die. So you could choose. Twilight didn't. They, they turn to die? diamonds. I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they no, turn into yeah, diamonds. Yeah, hundred percent. They glow. They glow they like glue? diamonds. Oh yeah, you're right. But I don't think the daylight killed them. No, but there's a whole thing about how they live in this cloudy, rainy town. It's to oh, maybe it's a, like oh, maybe it's angle just, of incidence and how direct the sun is. Um, yeah, maybe it's just to hide themselves. That's why they did it. Man, see, there's so many vampire movies. I really didn't dig in too much to the Twilight films, but I remember the glowing, which I thought was funny. I was wondering why I staked, ooh, Dracula, yeah. uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, or this movie. Okay, this one's complicated, because Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola one, yeah. with is I was very disappointed in that movie. I had really high hopes for it, and was really annoyed by 60% of it. You didn't like Gary Oldman's No, Gary uh, Oldman was one of the best things hair. about it. No, I loved his hair. It was like Princess Leia, but bigger. Yeah. He was the best thing about it. And then the Renfield in that movie was Tom Waits, who you know I love. And he was really good as Renfield in that movie. Do you remember? You're, you're no, looking around I like thought you that remember. was Keanu Reeves. No, Keanu Reeves was John Harker, who was not. A, oh. He was like the main. He was the good guy. But I was really otherwise really disappointed. It's obviously a better movie than Renfield, but I still a very disappointing movie. Ask me, do I want to be a vampire? Do you want to be a vampire? Hell yeah! I would absolutely choose to be a vampire. And I would drink blood from people, but only bad people. I just think being a vampire would be fun for like maybe a couple months. Cause then like, yeah, like what else are you gonna do? You could do every, literally everything except. (laughs) But you could get that all done. You could go see it. You could go in two months. (laughs) Yes. You could even do it all the time. You don't even have to like make money because you don't even need to eat because food is free because you just grab a person. (laughs) Like you don't even have to sleep. I don't. Oh yeah, you do have to sleep in a coffin. Read, read a lot of books. Yeah. I would travel. That's harder, I guess, isn't it? Travel real slow. They always show vampires as having wealth, though. Yeah, they do. Assumingly, or presumably, because they're old and they've just been around for yeah. You gather wealth millennia. Yeah, yeah. But if you didn't have money and you were a poor vampire, well, you take the money from the people you eat. Abraham Lincoln, vampire killer. Yeah. Or Renfield. Oh, the Abraham Lincoln one was better. Yeah, yeah that one's good too. That's, good. I like that's the, another one where that's like a spin on the I like how the game just keeps popping up. Randomly. Yeah, when I remember <laughs> it. It's how my neurons are firing and those little vampire movies are coming. Yeah, but I, I think I'd be a vigilante vampire. And yes, I've put a lot of thought into this. Huh. It's what I aspire to do. Uh, I would say, would you recommend Renfield to people? Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. I bet you got time. 
If you get eyes, you get a screen. Yeah, if you're working on something, give it a go. I really, I mean, because I wasn't paying, I, yeah. I, I don't want to say yes or no. Honestly, even the from the parts I saw, I thought it was like enjoyable. Yeah, for the considering this, you didn't <laughs> actually watch it, I kind of agree with everything. Anyway, and it makes it sound like we didn't think it was a good movie, but I mean, I didn't fall asleep. So that's yeah, always, but you were otherwise I occupied. I would say it's not a great movie, but it's entertaining enough. So it's currently on Amazon, but it's one of those. Oh, you can buy it now for twenty, and then if you have patience, you can buy it for know, four later. I don't know if it's worth twenty. I'd wait till it's four. But now, Nicole, mm-hmm. it's time to talk about what else we've been watching, mm-hmm. and this will be interesting. Because essentially we watch the same things. That's true. Do you have any particular shows that, or movies that we've been watching that you? Um, well, that that fish movie that we watched was it Blue? Blueback. Yeah, that, that was, was a festival. Very yeah. good movie, yeah. and I like that a lot because it was about the environment, and yeah. I like that. Um, I just started watching the movie Old People about old people. <laughs> it's surprisingly you would never guess it's, it's about old people it's almost too obvious yeah it's about old people being slightly demonic and killing like violently killing other people yeah all the youngins so this is something we watch as we're going to sleep yep, yep. it's freaky seems good so far i think it's german <laughs> it's yeah, that sounds right well yeah um, we started watching the new Pete Davidson show called mm-hmm. Bupkis, yeah. which I really didn't think I was going to like. I just put it on because I saw a bunch of other, like, a bunch of really cool cameos. And I thought, oh, it'll be fun to see these people. And Joe Pesci's in it. And I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, I think it's funny. I think it's it's actually really good. Surprisingly good. But it's based on his life loosely, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of interesting. But Joe Pesci... Is plays his grandfather, and it's re- I like their dynamic a lot. And I think doing shows like that are tricky because I feel like people will have a hard time differentiating between what really is your life and yeah, what yeah. is this dramatized version. And so people would, I would be worried that people would think I am exactly like the character that yeah. I'd be playing. But which it, aren't yeah. always positive attributes they have they do a thing at the beginning of each one where they read yeah. out they write it out and then have someone there narr- <clears throat> well, you can say it but if it's so similar to reality then it makes me yeah, but they narrate the the writing too saying this is based on many real events but not all of them are real yeah. and, and you know connected to real people but i think he comes off you were saying he comes off as kind of naive and stupid which I no, don't I disagree. Think that's what you said. No, that's what you said. I said I would be. It makes him seem like he uh, is you said not dumb. concerned. Of, I did not say dumb. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said no. dumb. Peter said, "Did that say you were dumb?" <laughs> no, I just it made his character seem like he was a little selfish. Like he would waste people's time or not show up on time for yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd be worried if I was Pete about people thinking that I was genuinely not concerned about their time or being a good. Yeah. Not employee, but if you're getting paid to do stuff, you want to like. I still think he makes himself come off as generally yeah. like kind nice. and likable, but maybe naive. Which I don't know. I mean, that's easy to, if it's you're writing the show. Yeah. That's fine, but it's it's a very pleasant show. I was actually kind of surprised. That I suppose Sweet Tooth might be the last. Yeah, oh, we just started right. watching. I do love that. 
I really like that show. But this new season is fine so far. It's a kind of a slow start. Well, they're building up. Yeah. So if you've seen Sweet Tooth, based on a Jeff Lemire comic book, and it's on Netflix, first season's great. Second one, we're still figuring out. I think that'll do it, Nicole. Yay. Did you love it? So much. (laughs) Everybody, thanks for listening. We want to say that, number one, this podcast is produced by the wonderful Kiri Salinas. Also, our theme song is by Brett Newski. We love it so much. And we are very happy to be uh, sponsored by Associated Bank, Impressive, and Eyes on the Lake Eye Care and Eyewear. Woo! That's a lot of good stuff. And also, we could not do this without the support of our members, both from Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. And a big shout out to Dory Zori out there listening to cool music to bring back to Milwaukee. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, Nicole. Thank you for having me. (laughs) In our home. In our home. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.